Welcome back to the DMC Podcast, Season 2, Episode 30. Today, we're going to be talking about how much should you care about what others think of you and, you know, if you care too much or too little, ways that we can rectify these things and, you know, make things a little bit easier, a little less taxing and damaging, potentially, to when you might be thinking about things a little too much. Uh, apologies, last week we didn't record because Manny was a little bit sick and we're also quite hectic about things, but we hope you guys had plenty to listen to with the Valentine's podcast, which you got a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of love from, don't want to be, the, excuse the pun, we got a lot of love from the Valentine's podcast, I'm glad you people enjoyed it, but before we do get started about this one, Manny, hope you're feeling better, how, how are you, are you on the up? Yeah, um, I'm feeling really good, thanks, it, it was just that weekend and just prior to the weekend, I've just not really felt too great, but... I'm much better now, so obviously we're back and recording in, in the recording studio, aka my building. But yeah, like I just I love it. It's it's been great, and like you said, with Valentine's Day episode, something a bit different, something mm-hmm. that I think lots of people had a bit of a laugh and a joke about, which is kind of funny as well in the sense that like it's something it's a side of us that we show obviously during the podcast, but it's sometimes we don't necessarily show a lot on the podcast either. So it's quite nice for like mates that listen to who know us quite uh, closely uh, listen to and like yo that sounds right like out sounds perfect street, yeah. yeah yeah right off perf- the street yeah it's perfect <laughs> and it's like people like we love those kind of episodes where it's right really truly to of course we we try to stay true to who we are but like very like much raw and authentic manny and joseph mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i quite enjoyed that a lot and i think it was yeah. a lot of fun uh by the way how was your valentine's day oh yeah, yeah valentine's day for the it dinner. was it was good man it was did good did you get the three courses I, I got two of the three courses okay, that were on my yeah. ideal thing uh, i had a man i had those white wine tiger garlic prawns i had a steak and for dessert not quite an apple crumble but almost as good i had a panna cotta Okay. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. No. What, what did you do on Valentine's Day, man? Um, mate, it was a quiet one. I can't lie. Quiet one. Yeah, oh, just, yeah it wasn't. I don't even remember it, to be honest. There we go. I forgot. No, Another I, day. Oh, night. no, I was, chin- no, I was chilling with one of my mates and I okay. forgot it was the full team. There we go. It was just so funny we were just taking a piss about it. It's like, what, you're there in person together. Yeah, and you'd yeah. be like, yo, will you be my Valentine, homie? <laughs> Literally. But like, no, I, I did that and he's like to me, oh, I'm going to spend the evening with someone else and I'll bring your cheek on. Oh, cheek Same uh, day and you're no on me. Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, like, it was just kind of funny. But yeah, no, this is um uh, an episode which was actually suggested from a listener. They were just talking to me and they engage in the uh, content quite a lot and they've said to me recently they've been enjoying the episodes quite a lot and it's funny because especially in the Valentine's Day episode there were certain things that I've said and they've like oh I understand that I get that it's kind of like social things which people I feel like probably don't speak on much, uh, speak much about obviously tap water is kind of the meme of the episode, <laughs> but that was kind of what yeah, people were talking yeah, about tap water it kind of way. got people talking about stuff and they're like you know what Manny I actually get where you're coming from XYZ and so, then some people are like Manny I don't yeah, know what on earth you were chatting about yeah some people are like Bro, like, why can't you get tapped? Some people, like, there's, there's a spectrum, bro. It went from, <laughs> yes, I understand you, bro. You definitely can't get tap water, so you just have to buy, like, a drink. Yeah. To, bro, why don't you just get tap water? It's not that deep, yeah. too. And then there's a middle of people, like, you're such a funny idiot for saying that. But, you know what, <laughs> we kind of get you, but we kind of don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was just a spectrum. And one of the listeners who were on that spectrum, they actually said to me that they wanted to talk about, like, how much should you care about what people think about you? And the kind of context that was given was, in the sense of like conversations, you meet someone, you talk to them, you have a conversation. Um, when does it like? How much do you actually think about what you said? How much have you like really taken into consideration? Like, oh, that kind of sounded really stupid. Mm-hmm. And like, when you really think back on it, um, for me personally, we're going to talk about this really quickly. When it. it comes to like meeting strangers, like let's say for example, let's just say conversations like I go to like, the gym 
I say to the person, I can I have a squash ball or whatever, squash racket, etc. Maybe I make a mistake. For me, if I make a mistake and I say something whilst I'm talking to someone, I normally call it out and start laughing at it. That's the kind <laughs> yeah, of guy. Yeah, so like, like at the reception, you yeah. say something and be like, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally. I'll yeah, just yeah. take this out. You know what? I don't even know what I just said, but can I just have this? You know what <laughs> I mean? So I'll just say, like, sorry or whatever, and I kind of just just kind of roll with it really I, I don't really think too much of it and yeah. I don't and I think with those kind of interactions they kind of not, not expect like BS but like it's kind of like sometimes people make a mistake they're in a rush etc so they might know that like you're a bit like not anxious but like you're trying to sort your stuff yeah. out yeah, you want to yeah, just yeah. go and sort play Reasonable. so they might have that in a more like casual sense where like you and to be honest when it comes to like stuff like that interactions on the surface level it's not I feel like you don't really think about it that much you might be like oh that was kind of stupid but Afterwards, you kind of just leave and you just carry on. But I know certain people who make an interaction like that and they'll think about that all day, though. And for me, I, I just can't comprehend. Like, if, if for me, that's just a one-off thing happens five minutes later, I'm playing squash and I forget about it. But I know a couple of my friends who would just fixate on that, that failed social interaction for the rest of the day. I Why do for, people do that? I don't... Well, for me, it's, there's a graph between level of interest and how much you care. Mm-hmm. I think as your level of interest increases, how much you care increases. So like mm-hmm. a graph where it goes like diagonally up and it's positive. But it's like, that's what I, I see it to be. Because to be honest, if I'm not interested, in like, oh, don't get me wrong, you obviously like, you want, you have the interaction with the receptionist or whatever. You want it to be polite. And you just want to be polite yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But like, if you don't have a vested interest with the receptionist or you don't think you're going to see them, like, it's just a one-off conversation every time. That's how I see yeah. it. It's like, okay, maybe it's the same person. I've seen the same person, like, I've gone now every time. And I haven't really spoken to them much, but like sometimes you might have a conversation, but like I'm not really interested in them. There's nothing so more than surface nothing more than how that. You yeah, how are you doing? How are you doing? Nice weather we're having today. Exactly, kind of thing. Like it's stuff like this, and I feel that's kind of where you just don't really care because you don't. You think to yourself, okay, cool. It it doesn't really matter. It's not that deep, right? Like don't get me wrong. There's times where like I might go to the gym, for example, and I might be like, oh, I don't really like what I'm wearing, so I might change one of my t-shirts. But like other than that, it's just because you might see someone. That you know, and it's like I said, it's either interest or if you re- like relevance to someone in your life. Mm. I think when those things are like greater than uh, than like someone that you normally meet, your level of care also increases. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like just talking about um, saying something stu- stupid, like that's the, the first thing you went to when you talk about this topic of how much people think about you. As in, like, if you say something dumb, people think you're less capable, just like think less of you. Uh, I've got an example about this. <laughs> Where my brother, um, people people said have said to him, including his boss, his manager, said to him, "Oh, so you need to think before you speak." He said this not once, but twice. Damn. Once they say it the second time, like a couple months later. Once they say it a second time, oh my god! Yeah, that's when you realize actually, maybe I should care more about not what people think. But care what more about say. what you say, just not not necessarily because you want to filter yourself or you want to you know you know condemn the words that you say or whatever. Just because you want to seem articulate as a person or yeah. not say stupid things that you don't actually mean. Because it's just like in a workspace environment, especially especially in work. I think there's a like I feel like there's a like an unwritten rule where there's like a surface level of not necessarily caring, but like professionalism. Prof- yeah, professionalism. But I feel like caring and professionalism are kind of similar in the sense that like. You care to a certain extent of how people perceive you, mm. so you uphold certain standards based on that. Like stuff like this, where you care so much because, to an extent, your career path is predicated also on the fact that you care enough to uphold 
proper conversations with people and converse with people on a day-to-day basis so mm-hmm. i think there's a level of caring but i feel like the caring can be taken really out of context when you're go back like you might have this interaction you think damn man i don't i don't even know if that went well or not and yeah i don't know how to think about this and it's all these things that it's, it's a really big spotlight effect and i think sometimes it might be like someone said to me um and it's happened to me like a few times before where someone's like your life it, it you need to understand that as much as like you're in your own head your life isn't your life isn't revolved around other people which makes sense in context but like because you're you're so like stuck in your head you think about these things very differently hmm. so i feel like it's hard to like move out of that place if you're really stuck in your head and i think the way to really go about it is just you're just going to mess up constantly but you need to be used to messing up like i say stuff that i don't mean i say stuff that i mean i say stuff like i might make mistakes but for me it's always like i can poke fun at myself and take it and just laugh about it because yeah. that's just how i see it and easiest way for me to get over the awkwardness awkwardness <laughs> or whatever yeah you know what i mean so but yeah like thinking before you speak when you get told that i think that's especially when it's yeah. like the first time you can you could probably get make it down to oh you had a slip of the tongue or you know what me and my brother both do which you both fall prey to is trying to fill silences with just saying anything but not even necessarily saying anything useful just saying anything because we find we find like the the silent void a bit intimidating if, sometimes bro if there's a like someone had a list of quotes about the stuff i said in silence there's something that i have said and i'm not gonna say it now but like <laughs> i know i've said it to try and the worst thing is my intentions are like pure pure and is i've said it and then out loud you hear it and i'm like you're actually a clown. <laughs> yeah so there's a couple of times like but I, obviously he focused on this a little bit because it was from his boss it was from a workplace situation when things are just a little bit more not tenuous but more important that it needs to be you know professional i guess so but i guess he's, he learned from that you know that's a good thing about caring what people think that's one time when it's really useful when you care what people think because you then want to do a bit better in the future you want to be able to hold yourself to a certain degree of professionalism in a job or you want people to think well of you and you know maybe offer you additional tasks at work that could gain you credibility which could lead to you know more responsibility and promotion yeah, exactly. stuff like that I'm not saying you can you do all these things to just get a promotion but these may be a byproduct of just carrying yourself in a certain way and that's when you should care but again sometimes you can over index on that and you can start to care about things that Too don't much. really and matter like really this receptionist situation at the yeah. start should you really care that you messed up talking to that person not really unless you said something like uh, you know out of pocket but yeah. if you just stumbled over your words or said something a bit silly or a bit dopey, it shouldn't really matter because at the end of the day, you and the receptionist working there just going to go your separate paths. You're not going to necessarily see them again until you play SWAT next week. I think people like think about, and you, when you get stuck in that mindset, it's like, okay, you've messed up, you've done something wrong, and the first thing you're probably thinking is, thinking is when's the next time I'm going to see them? Mm-mm-mm. And then when you say that, oh, damn it, I'm coming tomorrow, man. Am I going to come tomorrow now? <laughs> well, you'd avoid going. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's, we're plagued by this, like lots of people are. And, they, yeah. and it's, 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 a, it's a real shame because I feel if people like understood that, yes, it's a learning curve. Like I think you are going to make mistakes. You're going to talk to people, say stuff by accident. I've been there. I've said so many things that I did not mean. And mm. I, I literally, sometimes I catch myself in the moment but sometimes I haven't and you need to like and sometimes don't get me wrong there's sometimes I think to myself I say something I don't really care about what 
people think when I say it because I just say it. Mm-hmm. Like I've said some stuff, but my mates. Like, you said some outrageous yeah, things, man. But like, is it not like rude? Like necessarily like, rude, but like it's like funny, it's just, funny, yeah, stuff, funny, funny stuff. stuff. But it's like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, I remember I said to my mates once on a call that I was like, if I've not heard of it, it's bang average. And then literally <laughs> that from, outrageous. from that, from that, they were like, um, Manny, we're gonna go to this restaurant. Oh wait, wait, have you heard of this restaurant? Oh, it must be bang average, oh, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like to be honest, part of me doesn't. We're just having a conversation and Palmy just doesn't really care. I just said it just yeah. for the sake of saying it. Yeah, I, I definitely say some weird stuff as well in public. Yeah. But that's fine. That's Literally, just like... It's just... You know what I mean? Make, and it's like... It's, it's, no it's just part of who you are, really. Yeah, you, there's, there's times where you're going to do that and you don't... If you're always in your head, you're never really going to like... You're never really going to fully experience any interaction anyway. Because you're already... Like they say, when you worry, you're stressed, you're experiencing something twice. Mm-hmm. You're never really. I feel like when you're worried and stressed, also you're never really fully experiencing it the first time. You're never really immersed in the yeah, experience because exactly. you're 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 not putting like all of your focus on what you're experiencing. Some focus is going to what does this other person think of me while I'm experiencing this, for example. Hundred percent. And then it's like that was one example where in a work environment you're like not really caring too much, or let's just say for argument, your brother doesn't really care too much. I don't think care is the right word, but. What is a slip of the tongue? Yeah, said a few things. It, was, it was just a slip of the tongue. Exactly. So it's just a slip of the tongue, and you say stuff. But for people who don't, who come across as if they don't care at all, do you feel like that can be a, like a something that holds them back, a hindrance? Or I feel like it can go both ways. It depends on if it's if the not caring part is done in a harsh way, as if like oh, I don't care about you, I don't care about this, I don't care about that, or if it comes across in a way of like stoicism, perhaps when you don't care what people think of you not what you don't care what people think i think there's a big difference there like not care what people think about you is very different to not caring what people think like that at that point it comes off like heartless and cold and stuff like that where as of compared to what you could actually be doing which is you know being unashamedly you and being you know who you are and stuff like that and so i think it's somewhat admirable when you don't care about what others think about you but when it when it goes to the point where you don't care about others, that's when it starts yeah, to be I mean, it's, it's the perception, I yeah. think. And I, I've been saying this recently, and it's like, perception really, like, unfortunately, to a certain degree, it kind of that destroys us and it kills us in the sense that, like, you can be so hung up on perception of what people, of people think about you that it becomes to a point where, like, you're trying to live life vicariously through everyone's perception of you. And I feel like that's when it becomes a really big struggle like you said mm-hmm. to uphold like an appearance to a degree to a degree is like very difficult and like don't get me wrong i think the the beauty of like being a person and being so authentic that like you'll you'll uphold your own standards and like your own morals and your values and you have all these things but there'll be times where like you'll say something and isn't you you'll believe it and for some people it might seem a bit odd but you truly believe it and i think that's to an extent a time where you need to just understand that like that's you being unapologetically yourself and that's when you shouldn't really care too much and that's why I thought for me personally like for someone who probably cares quite a bit it when they say care not at all like my mate say to me it's this um really interesting analogy actually I feel like people who know me would understand this that like, you're like a race car with the brakes on Mm. But when you don't care and you just do whatever you feel is best for you and you just go with whatever you feel is best is when that race car really like it's just blitzing for everything. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing to see it. We're yeah. so glad. But it's like when you're like so like caught up in things and you care a bit too much or you're nitpicking all these small things that people do. 
it's like having on that yeah track. It's, it's just literally like you adding more like putting the brakes down yeah. constantly slamming them down whilst well, to, they're trying to hit the accelerator to jump onto this racing analogy there also has to be times when you take pit stops you know along the way when you mm. take stops to just have a think be like wait was that too much for example would in as a byproduct of of being unapologetically yourself you sometimes may have to quickly just check yourself real quick and be like wait was i a bit of like a you know, was I a bit of a waste man to that person just now? Was I like in being myself? Was I unconsiderate of others? You know, was how it is it coming in... across? I exactly. Think, how I is think it coming the retrospective across? action is less so like I feel like with some people you do that whilst you're talking, and I think I've definitely been there. Less so nowadays, which I'm quite grateful for. But I've been there where I say something, and during the conversation, I'm like, that was so like I'm probably talking about something else, so they're talking, and I'm not even listening to them at that point. I'm like. That was so stupid what I just said. That was really, really dumb. <laughs> and it's like we think about these things so much and I think you that was a perfect analogy, Joseph, in a sense. Yeah, that. take those pit stops just to make sure. You know, they're they're necessary and it also gives you time to just have a quick little think as well and make things a bit easier for yourself. I'm liking this race car analogy we've got no, going today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> big up my boy for that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, literally he just told me about it and I thought, um that's the makes way sense. I want to go sense. by it. It makes it's sense. A really good one. But yeah, um, another thing we did want to co- cover was, is it useful to have no filter when talking sometimes? So at what point can it be like beneficial to just be harsh about things and just not have um, not have all the, the, the niceties around it? Because obviously as British people, we are very polite. Oh, it's so funny. We, I, are, we are innocently I remember, polite. I, I remember when my, my friend, he asked for something and then... I'm kind of funny, like, but he actually, like, he went straight into conversation and like, he messaged me and he said something. I was like, oh, we're skipping formalities, question mark. He's like, yeah, yeah next time. <laughs> we're skipping time. formalities. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we'll, he said, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up later, man. So literally, like, we messaged like that whole day. And like, two days later, he's like, so yeah, how are you been, bro? You're good. I mean, just so funny. But like, I feel like with some people, you don't need to, the formalities are kind of just yeah. a thing that you can bypass. Like, I'll be honest, there's stuff like... I ring my I ring some people and I just say random stuff, man. I don't even say hello anymore. I just say like a random phrase or a random person. I'll just say like a celebrity name or like a football player name, and then be like, bro. What like, and then my mate's like, why, like, why are you not just being normal and say hello? I was like, I was like bro, life's too boring to be like. My that. God, Wait, give me a ring, give me a ring past two two a.m. You'll, you'll find out what life is bro, really like. Twelve o'clock, bro. Midnight, yeah, midnight, 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 past midnight. Midnight, right, Joseph. Midnight, midnight, midnight Joseph. New yeah, mythical creature. Literally, and but it's like aside from that. Would it be um? Can you see times when it is useful to have no filter when it's uh, to be harsh or the situation? Hundred percent. I think there's times where like you need to talk to friends or you need to even talk to people and you're like, you know what? Just say it how it is. Let the law. You need to just lay it down. And there's going to be times where you don't. And the thing is, I feel like when people get to this place, I don't think they want to do it. I mean, mm. the clear thing I want to make apparent is that yes, you have no filter, but no filter and being rude, I think, are very different. I think that's a very clear distinction you need to make. Mm-hmm. You can have no filter and not come across rude, but you can you can be rude and have no filter as well. Yeah. And it's it's difficult to like it's like a fine line between is, confidence and cockiness. Like, you know what I mean? It's very difficult to kind of pinpoint how to describe that. But I think having no filter might be like you your a no filter for you might be I don't like your uh what's it called? I don't like your fake glasses. Mm-hmm. I think they're really stupid. That doesn't mean I'm stupid, yeah. or that I'm me wearing them was stupid, but I think fake glasses are stupid. And I get that point of view, I, I hear it 
on my meats all the time. Yeah, I, I, echo, I echo that sentiment. Oh, I can't yeah. lie. As, as a <laughs> okay. glasses wearing gentleman, and I echo that sentiment. But you know what I mean. And I'm not very, <laughs> and I don't really care because <laughs> I just do. It. But you know what I mean. So there's yeah. stuff like that where you can say it with no filter. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be rude about it. But like you know what I mean. So I think stuff like this is where we struggle to find the line between no filter and harshness being rude. or being rude. Yeah, yeah being like, rude. You can be rude about that, but you, you there's also a no filter way of doing it. But the, yeah, but I don't think you need to care. Like being no, I feel like with no filter as well, it, it it doesn't necessarily mean you don't care. It's also like you just it's not you caring necessarily, but it's also you displaying your truth as well. You also just want to get straight to the point sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But there's also a level of you know nice not niceness, but level of human compassion you need to give to other people sometimes, no matter what's happening there's just a level of compassion that you need to have I, I believe at least even if you're being harsh and being truthful you still have to try and uphold a certain baseline minimum level of compassion i think that's really important to make sure you can just keep on keep on top of i think that's that's important so but i do agree with you i do think it is useful to have as we're saying no filter when talking sometimes because sometimes you need to be direct maybe if you want to know something from somewhere like i don't know you just want to find out something quickly you need to be direct yeah. when you want to get an answer to a question or maybe so maybe as just a random example like a mate has betrayed you and you want to find out what's been going on behind the scenes if mm. what's going on is true or not you want to find out the bottom get like get to the bottom of it you know that's a phrase thrown out at that point it's good to maybe to just have a lesser filter and just dive straight in there and get the yeah, answers exactly. because then you'll get you know no bs in it's there. less it's less uncertainty I feel like when you care less, you, your life becomes less uncertain as well. Because mm -hmm. you're not hung up on these, like, different things that you have to take into consideration. Because there's, like, here's a clear and, like, appropriate task that needs to be fulfilled. A clear, like, goal I want to hit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go straight towards it. And there's no uncertainty around it. Because you can just ask or go for it forthrightly. And you don't need to, like, tap dance around different things. And I think that's when you sometimes need a no filter. When you want to hit those goals or just like find out something immediately like you said that that's a perfect example mm -hmm. but it's like i said going back to perception and how conscious of are you personally about what other people think of you how on like a scale of one to ten if you could narrow mm -hmm. down a number where would you put yourself um well it does depend on the person but generally i'll probably say i would probably say a six manny just indicated me four I I'm gave you a four. No, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm, I'm probably like an eight. You're an eight. eight. Manny's an eight. I'm, I'm an eight. I'll be a six. I'll be a six. Because when I care greatly what my friends think about me. That's the difference. I care massively what my friends think. But at the same time... I don't worry about that, though, man. You don't worry about that. No. It, I don't I worry, think, but I care. As in, okay, so this is where we need to make this clear. For example, I care what my mates think about me, yes. Yeah. But I don't do anything to put myself in a position where my credibility reduces. Yeah, so, there we it's go. not like I consciously care about it. That's but true. Same, it's not like, how do I explain this? Like, I, I don't know. For me, I feel like caring is a thing where like, it's constant and you just, it's it's in like, it's constant, but it's not like, I care about my family, <laughs> but like, yeah. it's not like every day, uh, it's every day really I'm thinking, bad. Right? No, it's not like every day you're <laughs> every thinking, day I'm thinking about I, hope, I hope my mom breathes now. I hope my mom breathes. I hope my mom took a breath and now she take another breath. Yeah, and exactly. And I think, honestly, I think caring is like always like, a, it's a background process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's constant, but it's a background process. And yeah, it's yeah. like, to be honest, bro, like, I love and care for all my mates and all the people I've interacted with. I want mm. the best for them. But it's, it's like caring like that. I don't feel like I'm like that with my mates because I feel like there's a level of like 
I, I can't see like I don't know how to explain it. It's like you have a There's level solidity of you have a level of assuredness in, the friendship. in yeah. the friendship. Yeah, you don't need to care about it because yeah. you know that it's fine. That's a good point. I think when it comes down to like what my if the my friends' views of me are changing or if I could potentially if say I've got like a choice and one action would completely change what my friends think and one action would completely change what strangers think. I would always like may, may pay well attention to. I care, I care nothing for what strangers think. Right? <laughs> oh, that's crazy! That's I, like, can, I care wait, nothing. Wait, wait, wait. That is mental, yeah. Because <laughs> for me, it would be like, uh, let me explain this. Like how something that I would do, I would care more about what a stranger thinks than my mate thinks. And let me explain now. Go on, let me hear this. I do stuff, and if you know me, you're like that's such a manny thing to do but yeah. like manny context is perfect I get it yeah. that's what I say to people sometimes out of context I can sound like a complete utter <laughs> I'm a very rude person out of context I'll be honest or I just sound really like it's stupid harsh. yeah or harsh like literally out of context man, I'm not a out nice of context guy. manny Jesus. I'm not a nice person I'll be honest but like but if you I'm not going that far as in like out of context out of context even out of context anyway I, I, some of it's justified but you know, the <laughs> point is isn't that there isn't that point the point is that when you have like these uh, like moments I can't justify to a stranger what I've just said because they're going to listen to it and when they listen to the justification they're like this guy's a clown man I'm a clown like, who am I talking to like, who is this guy like do these people exist is it yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. people I feel like when I meet strangers and they listen to like, my justifications they're going to be like okay that kind of makes sense but it doesn't really I don't really know who you are it's not going to make sense mm-hmm. I can un- I, my mates can watch me do something and I don't need to together. care and they'll look at it and be like that's Manny. That's, that's about, it. That, that's that's it. about right. That's about right. Like, that, that is spot on. That is like the depiction of Manny. <laughs> literally. And it's like, that's what I feel like for me personally. I'm the complete opposite. Like, I think my mates, as much as I care about my mates, but they're able to justify my because actions. Because they know, they know, know Manny's Yeah, exactly. They know what you do. Yeah, exactly. Like. They know what I'm about and what I represent. But a stranger. But strangers is like, sometimes I feel like stuff, as much as I feel like I give a good impression to strangers, there's some things that I do and I think to myself like, I wish no one saw that. <laughs> no, I wish they, like... Man, I, I, I... Yeah, I'm of the complete opposite, man. If it was to be like, care about what strangers think, I'm down to a two, bro. I can't lie. I'm down to a solid... Which is why... Which is why um, you may have said four. four because if the two and the six equal out to the four, which I think makes sense, but... I've seen you more in your moments of two than six, I'm Yeah, honest. I'll be like, Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. As for me, I've seen you more in those two moments than the six moments. <laughs> like, so, yeah, that's so I said four, so... Yeah. But... What have you... Where do you play? We didn't actually ask about a numerical value for you. Where do you I would say eight, on? man. Eight. I think eight now coming down to a seven, recently. Okay. Any reason why the change coming down or just you just life growth? I think meditation's been really important. I like I just I spoke to you about this before the podcast. I've started it like literally yesterday and it sounds weird to say because it's like, you know, overnight, no, but literally <laughs> like it's just been I feel more at ease, I feel so much less like pressure, all of these things. Uh, bro, I'm telling you, like the little se- I'm telling you it's a life hack. No one's told you this people, I'm telling you now, yeah. Look, I, I understand the stuff that the videos you're probably watching, you hear about meditation, you're hearing visualization, you hear law of attraction, you're hearing <laughs> yeah, all of it. Yeah. And it's a bit overwhelming. And some people are like, yo, I don't think this works. Or this is that, that is this. I'm telling you now, write this down. <laughs> meditation is so important and try and do it every day. Literally. I mean, do it at least once a day for the next two weeks and then come back to me and let me know how it is. I'm going to put a link to an application at the bottom of the Spotify description. And it's a free non-profit app. It's on Apple and iOS. 
I'm a joker. Sorry. Not sponsored. I mean, not sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. Uh, Android and iOS, yeah. and it's perfect. I think it's it will help you ease into the process. It actually explain to you why you should be meditating and what meditation actually is, which I think is important. Yeah. Why would you jump into something you don't know anything about? Exactly. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I think it's perfect, and I think that. I wrote that down. I wrote it down. I know. I heard it on the desk, <laughs> but literally, man, it's just something like that where it's like, for me, my level of care. And it sounds weird. I care a lot about. I care a lot about what I think. I think sometimes I care too much about what I think about myself. Okay. And it's hard to explain because it's like, it's like this is me. This is what I believe in. Are they in alignment? And I think sometimes the things that I do and what I believe in, they they cross over most parts, which is perfect. But there'll be times where I'm like, I said this or I did this, but I don't know if I necessarily believe in it. Do I need to backtrack now? And it's like mm-hmm. I think sometimes that's how I get stuck in my own head. Right. But like I said, for me, it's when you're interested in people or you want to get to know someone better and you like somewhat like them or stuff, is where, personally for me, where my caring levels skyrocket and then it's like, oh, you care too much so you don't really perform as well. Like, you care a lot. Like, I'll be honest, I care a lot about what you guys think about me in football. Mm-hmm. Last week, I couldn't care. And Bro, I just, you banged it. Yeah, you I banged played, the goal. Uh, as in, I was just angry. When I'm angry, like, it's, so, it's so funny because someone was talking to me after, like, yo, you played, we played like another set. Did you play the session where we played in the evening? The first uh, one as well? No, no. Okay, so we played that one and I played really well again. And then this mm-hmm. guy came up to me and he said, I want to celebrate with you, but you look really pissed off every time you score. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm in a place that you I can't do. even You actually, I never clocked that. You because if do. I'm annoyed, I'm the best player of all time. I'm like Messi, bro. I'm sorry. The care goes away, the expectations go, everything goes, and it's just me and the ball. That's it. Hmm. And I think when it comes to like, if, if someone said to me, like, I was going to meet someone I was interested in or go on a date and they said to me like if you want if I wasn't stressed I'll tell you now bro it would be the best thing I've ever been to the, the best, best thing day. they've ever gone to be the best yeah, day you've been to best day hopefully they'll be 100%, 100% I'm telling you bro it would have been amazing but like stuff like this is where when you care I feel like this is where for me like I said earlier going back in the episode it's the graph of interest and what people think of you in, when it increases it's your it's your level of caring increases and mm-hmm. that spotlight effect like pretty much like expands and the light on top of you just gets massive, and it's like. And that leads to overthinking. Would you say? Hundred percent overthinking. Like it, all of these things come into play, and you're thinking, "Oh, I just picked up, I picked up my fork and knife in the wrong hands, and I have to swap over." That looks weird. I'm <laughs> like stuff like this, random stuff. Really? Just, no, I've never done that. But like, but you know what that, I mean? As an example. Yeah, yeah as, an example. as an example. Imagine yeah. I picked up my fork with my right hand. I think it's like, no, I'm left-handed. What would I do? Good point. Yeah. I drop it down or whatever, and it just looks weird. And it's like, I'm only thinking. That just looks bare random. <laughs> and it's like, when you think like that, it's the spiral you put yourself into. And I feel like meditation is definitely... Uh, it's it's day one manual meditation, by the way. You watch. I'm going to be talking about meditation every episode until like the next two weeks. I implore everyone to do it. If you want to join the journey that I'm on, day two is happening today, later today, hopefully. Um, do it with friends, two. do it with people that you want to just video call and be like, you know, I might do that actually. I might video call a mate and say, let's meditation group thing. meditation. Group meditation. Could be. Leave it on the background, put on the speaker. Yeah. Let's hear it. Do whatever you feel is best for you. Close your eyes, leave the moment if you wish yeah. to. But, like, I think that would be really cool. I that think. Nice. You know, we should do. Let's, we should actually do it before that's football or something. Nice. That should be a lot of Do you know what? Because we, we. Sometimes we get, like, so. Not stressed, but a little bit edgy, a little bit tetchy yeah. when we play football sometimes. Sometimes we need chill, think, isn't yeah. it? I think uh, meditation is so important and it's been important. As in, I knew about it before. I'll be honest, I never took it seriously. Mates have told me to do it and they're probably listening to this thing. 
I told this look guy. Look at him now. I told this guy, and now look at this. Look, look at this fraud. He's yeah. doing it now. It's so look funny. at us. Look, look at us. But it's, um, that's how I've been able to reduce it. And don't get me wrong, it's weird because, and it sounds really weird to say, but I want to be in a place where my level of care for like my friends and my family is like the same when it comes to just general conversations with people, where you don't have to think ten times over about what you're gonna say. You can just say it. And don't get me wrong, there's gonna be times when you have to be tactful about things and you have to think about what you're gonna say. But for the most part, I care about what you think about me, Joseph. Mm-hmm. I'd probably never say it out loud. I'd probably never really like <laughs> let you know that. But like the way I act and I feel like the way I conduct myself, it kind of does convey that message. Yeah. But it's a background thing. It's it's a background process, like I said. And I feel like if you can get to a place where it's in the background and not devouring your like actual conscience. Yeah. And, like, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I should have done this. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I can't be walked away from that interaction. And... I wanted that person's number, but I did, I did like five different things wrong and then I have to backtrack on everything I say. It's like, no, clear your mind. Think about what the goal is really for certain interactions or things like maybe you want to tell your boss you want to raise. So go close your eyes. Imagine it happening. Imagine the result of it happening that, yes, I'm happy with you to get raised. And then go into the interaction thinking you've already got it. If you think you've already got it, there's nothing to lose. Sure. There's nothing to lose, and I feel like that's where we care about what people think because we feel like there's something to lose. That's a, that's the point. That is, we the, feel like there's something to lose. There's something there that that will go it, if we yeah. do, if we don't hold ourselves like, to a, a certain standard. Or... Exactly, and I feel like that's where we like fall on ourselves in the sense that like everything I want will come to me. Everything that doesn't belong to me will not come to me. But if you think you're going for things that don't belong for you, belong to you, and then you're always going to feel like you're losing something. Mm. You have to go in there as if you have it, or you, you not as in you're not bothered about having it or not, but it's like it's an addition to you. It's a yeah. surplus. It's it's I've got everything. That would be that would be a nice option to have, not a I have to have this. Not a necessity kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. And um, another thing we did want to quickly talk about is that well, actually, one thing I want to talk about was if you are worried about what other people think about you so much where you're to the point where you're worried about i don't know coming across wrong coming across as a bit of an idiot coming across not not presenting yourself in such a favorable way i i've told the story a couple times and i'll say it again briefly about my english class when i'm reading when i used to read stuff out in front of the class and I know loads of people used oh, to get like bro. shaky hands or their voice no, would kind of shake 100%. as they're reading like, oh, Macbeth, where are they? And they'll like start stuttering yeah. and like, you know, getting stressed about it because they're not used to it. And for them, that's a form of public speaking that they might be afraid of or anything along those lines. But I used to be like that, 100%. Um, and I'll be always worried about what my classmates would think, what my teachers would think. Like up until year nine, probably, I wasn't like, but any, I wasn't like a very popular kid. I wasn't like a, I had zero friends or whatever. I just had a few friends. We kept ourselves to ourselves. But I was yeah. typically one of the nerdier people, and I was always worried to talk out in front of class. I was like, "Oh, what if the cool kids think I'm like this or that or whatever?" I cared about those things because teenagers just didn't. to be honest. Yes, at that age, I think that age is like the most. Of, I think like that age. When she hit Zen at that age, bro, nothing can stop you. GCSEs, bro. Sixteen, seventeen. Zen. Bro. I'm Zen. Like, if you, because that. And I feel like it's kind of good, like, as much as I probably, for me personally, secondary school, I had my ups and downs. Mm. Uh, I think I left on a pretty good up, but for the most part, I didn't really enjoy, I enjoyed it a bit, but, like, there's some experiences where I wish I didn't have to experience. Okay. But for the most part, like, 
it all came down to one thing and one thing alone. I cared too much what people thought about me. And I'm telling you now, if I went back there now and I had to speak to my younger self, I'd be like to my, myself, this is so irrelevant right now. Don't yes. stress it. Like oh literally, God, I, I can't, man. I can't explain it to you. And it's, it's so annoying because I can imagine me telling myself that now and then I'd be like to myself, yo, you don't understand. But how about this? What about that? Because knowing me and to this day, I'm still the same kind of guy. You say something to me, I'll ask you 21 questions, like 50 cents. Like, literally, <laughs> I'll go time. crazy. And it's like, and it's like being able to like tell someone that, and it's it, like understanding it and knowing that this isn't relevant right now. Cool. Don't don't even deep it as much as that. That's all you needed to hear from me. I don't even say anything more than that because yeah. that's just what it means. Yeah, exactly. it means I mean exactly what I say, and it's like I think also. Caring about what people think is also down to the fact that, like, when you say stuff and you don't... How do I explain this? So, like, let's say you're talking to someone, yeah, that you have a romantic interest in and mm. you message them and you say something that you would... Like, you feel like you should say because it will, like, work, but you can't say it to them in real life. Mm. Personally, for me, I'd tell someone not to do that because, one, you care too much what people think in real life as well, and I feel like that having technology now has kind of been a blessing and a curse in the sense that, like, we can care what people think but we care way more in real life than we do online and yeah. that's why you see this disparity. What do you think about that? I feel like your your online persona needs to at least be somewhat similar to your real life one. I feel like stuff that you say online, if you wouldn't say that to the person in real life, then why are you going to hide behind the screen and say it? Yeah. First of all, you're not staying true to who you are, so that's the first betrayal there. You're being potentially just insincere to you as a person because you're self-destructive do that. as well. You're self-destructive, you and it also may end up make you convinced that you are that kind of person because you're you're typing it, you're thinking it, but you're only doing that because you think. But you only do that because you're behind the screen, you're in a different environment. But when you're in an actual environment, that may not be who you actually are. Mm. I think that's where the first failure comes in from technology is that it allows people to adopt a different persona and that may be a good thing yeah. for some people it may allow them to express themselves so, online where they'll be comfortable in their room you know something like that whereas other settings they wouldn't be quite as comfortable in but at the same time and i don't think it's good if it deviates too much you know if it deviates too much from how you would act in in real life and in person then you end up having two separate personalities yeah. start juggling two things at once and start to think well now which is the real one which what's is actually, the true what's the actual one yeah. exactly and a bit of a crisis may ensue you know so making sure you keep those things in check is really important and I think being able to care what people think in, in real life and keeping the same degree that you would do that on on the phone or messaging or you know voice, voice chats whatever, yeah. whatever it may be video calls if you keep that consistent the person who you're talking to or interacting with, whether it be a romantic interest, whether it be a mate, whether it be a celebrity that you might want to be maybe, DMing. Yeah, or maybe it's just people in general, like, you know how you have Twitter where you can just tweet out stuff, and I feel exactly. like it's a beautiful place in the sense that you can freely express yourself, but I feel like some people, it's hard when you, when you like, don't, and I'm not going to say you have to care what people think, but I feel like there's a baseline level, and sometimes we kind of misconstrue like our baselines like my baseline might be higher than yours like mm. you said I think you're a four you said you're a six I'm an eight so I'm always to an extent going to be thinking maybe a layer above you when it comes to caring what, what people yeah. think and I think everyone has their own little thing where for me it might be damaging for myself and maybe the stuff that I conduct or like the behaviours I take if I decided I want to stop caring about what people think and I take myself down to a four because mm -hmm. then that might mean I do more things that like 
I don't know, let's say I start like jumping off uh, buildings into sort of, like parkour like, and base stuff. jumping and but, stuff. Yeah, like stuff like this. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So it looks cool, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I like as in it, I, I, maybe I'll be like, I might don't care what people think, I'm just gonna try this stuff. But it can come at like a cost and I feel if you can find the appropriate level for you, I think that's the best way to really deal with this and maybe it means that yes, you might overthink one interaction, but at least you're not overthinking ten during yeah. the day. Yeah, for sure. And I think if you can find that level, maybe like for me personally, I would say, let's say I overthink, let's just say for argument's sake, I overthink six interactions. I think overthinking 50% free yesterday is a success. Yeah, I think sure. everyone needs to define their own level of success. And if you can live, I think, can you live the life you want to live and does it not bother you about the amount of caring you have for other people? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, bo- it doesn't bother your life or it doesn't feel like it's a burden, continue the way you are. But if you feel like people have spoken to you and you've had these kind of conversations and you're thinking to yourself, you know what, it's not really healthy, I don't feel good like this, mm-hmm. that's when I feel like you should take action. Yeah. What one piece of advice to end of the episode, Joseph, would you tell someone who's caring a lot about what people think and perhaps to someone who's not caring as much, can you give a bit of piece of advice for both Yeah, so for, for someone who's maybe over-indexing and things, it could be a 10 out of 10 caring what strangers and what friends think, just the easiest thing to do is those little interactions where... Am I going to see these people again? And am I going to interact with this person? What does it, How much does it matter if this person thinks a little bit less of me? Because, yeah, you may say something dumb to the receptionist and the receptionist may be like, that person was a bit of, was a bit of an idiot. Okay, that's fair enough the receptionist thinks of that. But are you going to see that person again? Are you going to see them very often? And these small changes that don't actually make too much of an impact on your life, but they might start to weigh on your mind. If you get rid of those as just a base first step, that's a really easy thing to do, I think, and a really good way of, of solving the overthinking crisis of if everyone. It's really hard to solve overthinking yeah. when it's people that are close to you, especially. And I'm not saying solve those. I'm saying solve the things that are easier to be done, and so then gradually you might start to find things weigh on your mind a little bit less. Yeah, and I think just to add to your point very quickly, it's like when people care too much, but you're doing it in the sense of like people who have less relevance... I think once you start peeling back those layers of like not caring when it comes to like interaction you have with a person at a hotel receptionist or stranger that you met on the street or someone that's talking to you and stuff, it's like it's very easy to kind of understand and convey the same ideas when you're talking to friends. And I feel mm-hmm. like if you can start at least start somewhere, man, that's yeah, the most important start thing. Somewhere. Start somewhere, but just really quickly, like for someone who d- doesn't care at all, how, how can they? Um, I. It's hard because if someone doesn't care at all, I would say make sure you're still being considerate of others. Make sure you're still able to stay true to who you are, which is what we're saying about not caring at all, staying true, but also make sure you're not being just a waste man. Make sure you're not being yeah, rude. Yeah. Make sure you're being courteous and considerate and take those pit stops. You know, that's what I say. Make sure you're actively taking those pit stops. What would you say, man, is a yeah, final piece I would, of advice? I would that? say for people who don't care at all, I feel like, it's it's like like you said the whole start at formality start at like mm-hmm. this is something I want to say but perhaps I shouldn't say it sorry excuse me but like and that doesn't mean like you should like stop yourself from saying stuff but you should be like take like a quick second to think about this is what I want to say how would it be perceived mm-hmm. and I think once you realise that like and that doesn't mean you have to do that for every single interaction it could be like the important okay, ones I think it's like yeah for example if you're talking to your best mate 
they might even say to you, you know what, that was a bit bang out of order. I don't think that was all right or appropriate. So cool. They'll give you that feedback. People will. But in the situation like you said, where you're talking to someone at work or you have a conversation with someone else and it's like you're not really sure how they've picked up what you said and just ask the question. I think some people are afraid. Maybe let people, if you don't care at all, to be honest, you shouldn't be afraid. You should be able to be like, I said this, uh, I could maybe retrospectively be like, you know what, Joseph, I said this on the podcast. Did you did you feel like it sounded right? Did you feel like I made the, like it sounded good or whatever? Yeah, or you articulated it, yourself articulated in the right way. Or like, would, would you think that would be perceived well? And then you might be like, you know what, Manny, I think this should be cut out. This sounds a bit awful. Is it, I don't really feel like you've come across the way you wanted to, but mm-hmm. I understand where you're coming from as a mate, but I feel like it's best if we move it. Or out of context, yeah, Manny might strike again. Exactly, you know what I mean? So, But asking those questions, like there's nothing wrong with asking questions. I feel like it kind of works in the other way as well, where it's like, Sometimes, like, and I, like I say, I make jokes when I go a bit awkward, <laughs> but sometimes uh, you could just ask questions just randomly and like, yeah. joke about it. Alleviate the tension. Like, oh, was that kind of funny? Or, like, yeah. you know, if it wasn't, don't worry about it. Like, I've, like, I've done that before. <laughs> oh, see, I've heard that, that phrase. I've heard yeah, that phrase. I've done that before. So, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's a really important one. And um, just want to say thank you again uh, for the person who recommended the episode. Really appreciate that. And I hope to hear more from other uh, listeners as well it's been really great hearing people's feedback on the most recent episode and just in general pumping up content has just been really enjoyable and Joseph and I love to do it so we're really grateful to have the opportunity to talk on such matters and just have these kind of conversations because I'll be honest and I said this to Joseph as well and a few people this podcast really is a kind of like a diary in the sense of like (laughs) this is something I want to talk about for like something I'm interested in how can I fix myself or work towards a better version of myself and help people along the way so we hope we're both doing that at the best of our ability and we hope you're enjoying that. The meditation app, I'll put a link for the Apple and the Android version of it on my on the Spotify description. Just for those of you who might be interested, it's a really good kickstart to get into meditation and I really recommend it for everyone listening. And if you have any suggestions for any guests or topics, DM us on, at the official DMC podcast. We'll get hold of us on our personal Instagrams. <laughs> but yeah, we hope you enjoyed, like we said, and this is DMC Podcast signing off.